Hi, everybody. My name's Brennan. My name's Gabe. And Parker. And this is Shadow Valley. So welcome back, everybody. Um, on this episode, we're going to be talking about the Nephilim. Um, and so I'm going to turn it over to Parker to kind of give us some background on what the Nephilim are. Yeah, so this is actually kind of a newer topic to me, but what's interesting is um, it strikes a chord with a lot of people. And, and as, you, as we get deeper and deeper into it, um, you kind of can see why. Um, so anyway, so for some background, um, it's actually the Nephilim are actually mentioned in the Bible um, in Genesis 6-4 which states the Nephilim were on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God went into the daughters of humans who bore children to them. And uh, there's another place where it talks about it too, which um, I can maybe find. Um, I can't remember where it's at, but um, anyways, it's basically like the story is that these angels we're looking at the Canaanite women and apparently they're pretty freaking hot because the, Ooh, all these angels yeah. were like, damn, I need to get me off a piece <laughs> of that Canaanite. So, so damn, basically baby, like these angels, with that cake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. And they're like, what do you mean? Like we just have flat cake. We don't even have cake cake. And they're like, that's the thickest cake I've ever Dude, seen. That's like, it makes you think like almost back in the day, I feel like we categorize like beauty to like a different, almost like a different uh, category, you know, because people uh-huh. like, like I think attraction changes over time. So I wonder what they look like. Were they just like, like a little bit better looking ape, you know, <laughs> or was it like, <laughs> yeah, were they just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, like above average. That's it. Yeah. They just look like <laughs> me with like, longer hair or something and they're like wow what a beauty but now it'd be like if i if i was a girl i'd just be like the ugliest girl around (laughs) with a beard (laughs) damn (laughs) no the girls they thought were attractive were the ones that would suck on their toes bro what the hell (laughs) they're like i saw her i saw her at the well getting water and she's into some freaky stuff let me tell you dude that girl i need to get a piece of that action she got them toes um them camels let's see i'm trying to find it (laughs) um so sorry continue oh no you're good i i you're cutting out so um it says the next verse or the I think it says the next verse. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination and the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Um, so this is like right before the flood, actually. Mm-hmm. So um, this is apparently like according to the conspiracy of the story is like why the flood came is because of the wickedness that were brought on by these Nephilim. So, so these angels came down. They banged all these Canaanite women. And then they had these angel human offspring. So not quite a demigod because angels aren't God, but they're angels, right? So um, there's kind of two different theories. One theory is that these 
are watchers of the earth like they're good and it'd actually be kind of similar to like if anyone out there has read like the mortal instrument series which i actually thought was pretty awesome um but oh really because i thought it was early so what i said i i thought it was butt really i thought it was great i've never i've Um, never read it before (laughs) i'm like I'm oddly into fantasy books, even though they're kind of girly, but you know, whatever it, whatever tickles your noodle, you know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, fair enough. so the, what I said, fair enough, whatever gets your rocks oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other theory is that they're actually like, eat, they're these giants and yeah. they're like evil, like, like, because Satan basically tempted these angels with these women. And so they came to earth and like, because they came to earth, like they were kind of following Satan. So their offsprings also like satanic. Yeah. And we're going to dive more into that side of it because there's way more to (laughs) to like look into. Yeah. Um, on that side of it. But, um, so So, yeah, so when we say Nephilim, we're talking about the offspring of these angels and these uh, Canaanite women um, and basically um, them being evil. Um, So so did you say the Canaanite uh, women are evil or the Nephilim? I think just the Nephilim. I'm not sure. I don't think the Canaanites were necessarily evil. I think it was more just because, like, because these angels were like following Satan, um, they were doing an evil act, and then their offspring, because of that, like actually was also evil, mm-hmm. um, because they had like that, like higher level of like wickedness, I guess, right. like from birth. I don't know. So another thing that I wanted to call out, and correct me if I'm wrong, Parker, but um, the like the Cain or sorry, when God sent the flood through it was to get rid of all the nephilim right yes so according to this theory yes and and like if you read the bible i haven't read that much of the bible i guess to be honest but the story you you get told yeah is like the flood came because the people were wicked and Noah was Noah and his family were the only people that survived because he was a prophet he was righteous right Mm -hmm. um so there's also a theory with this too that um, that these giants hid um, underground in this place where the water couldn't get them in uh, Mount Hermon, hmm. which is also supposedly where um, Jesus did like the Mount of Transfiguration, like where he showed his full like power to like everyone else. Uh-huh. Um, so there's one theory. Was it the, they hid there? Wasn't the other theory that um, Noah's wife had like the blood in her or something like that? Yeah, and that was part of it too. Is or or um, Noah's wife or someone in his family or one of you know his his daughter in laws or son in laws or mm. what have you? Like I don't know how many kids or what genders they were that Noah had, but. Um, that someone who married in the family or was a part of the family had this giant gene Mm. in them. Um, And it gets, so here's where it kind of gets crazy is in the satanic church, 
there are supposedly 13, like, royal bloodlines, air quote royal bloodlines, and the reason that they're royal bloodlines is because supposedly they have the Nephilim gene Hmm. in them, whether it's dormant or not, like, meaning it can either show itself or it cannot show itself, but if you are, you know, um, if this person, like, mates with the right person, then they will produce a giant. So that's the part of the Nephilim. This is key. The Nephilim were of giants. So okay. to go along with that, <clears throat> do you know if that gene can just be passed down to a certain aspect of somebody? Um, like in the nether regions? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, but only if they're female. <laughs> what the oh, damn. God. So I was curious. You were talking about... <laughs> These kind of royal genes or these better genes that sometimes like present themselves by chance were they like blonde hair, blue eyes, tall, very light skinned? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually, interestingly enough, uh, according to her name's Dr. Laura Stranger, I think this is a podcast I listened to as well on the topic, she was saying that, um, a good indicating indicator, interestingly enough, was um, red hair. <laughs> red is, really? If if they have red hair, it's a good indicator that they are um, carry the Nephilim gene. But there's like what? she had like six different things yeah. that it's like oh if they have like two out of these six things they most likely carry this Nephilim gene. Interesting. So dude, it's, I get red hair in my beard. Really? Yeah. Damn. Dude, you're a giant. Well, what so can I say? Here's here's the thing. Here's what I'm thinking. So so you know how like God made humans, right? And he made angels. But God yeah. didn't make no Nephilim. So the fact that the red hair um is like a sign of like Nephilim, do you think that's why they say gingers have no soul? <laughs> because God that's, didn't make them? Like Oh, oh dude, that's probably that's totally why. That's gotta be why. <laughs> <laughs> you guys picking up what I'm putting down? That's crazy. Like, I was just sitting here and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I mean, God didn't make no no Nephilim. That was that was angels following some Satan stuff and, you know, Nephilim just kind of happened. But, like, why does that make them better than us? Like, the fact they have no soul, like, what gives them the right to be like, yeah, we're royalty? Like, put your big dick away. No, it's not necessarily the – well – the way I understand it is it's not necessarily that they're royalty. It's that they, because um, it would be a cleaner bloodline because it's, uh, they're angels, right? So if you yeah. have this gene, then you have a parent, a father most likely, uh, sounds like, who was an angel. So it's like, that's uh. why they're not, that's that's why uh it's like more clean or like closer to God or whatever. And I'm probably butchering some of this. This is like, um, you know, so if anyone else is listening to this and they know more about it than me, like feel free to like educate us. <laughs> we're not saying we're the experts. We're just saying this is super interesting. We want to talk about it. Yeah. So. I mean, that's how it is with most of what we talk about too. It's just like, we find this interesting. This is what we found. Um, and we just want to share what we found. And we're always open to like feedback too. Um, if anybody ever just wants to shoot us an email uh, or hit us up on Instagram in our DMs and chew us out about 
how the Nephilims weren't really red-haired gingers. They were just red-haired, big-dicked motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like, you tell me, like, what you guys want to do, but or this is what dick. we know. You know what? Yeah, maybe they have, like, little pin dicks. Yeah. Fucking Ooh. Ain't no discrimination Ooh. here. Micro penis. Even if they had, like... So here's the funny thing. Even if they had normal-sized genitalia, it wouldn't even look that... Or, like, proportionate it to their body it wouldn't even look that big because like the rest of them look so big yeah. like i'm a short guy and i don't have much packing down there but it still looks pretty good because i'm not that big so <laughs> oh you know that's true <laughs> it, it is about the proportional because like you know sometimes you see these big old fucking like tall people and they have like these regular sized dicks and you're just like bro <laughs> You look like you're tiny as fuck. <laughs> like you just you're just not proportional. I think that that's important to point out for sure. It's like you're six three and you're like what? You're like five and a half inches? Like, bro, <laughs> go see a doctor. I'm just fucking messing yeah. around. No, it's okay. All sizes matter. Everyone with five and a quarter inch dicks is gonna be so butthurt about this episode. Oh, uh, get over it. Go jack off in the corner. You're fine. What about one inch? <laughs> one inch? <laughs> they should probably get some uh, medical help. Like, if it was me, I think I'd be like, I, I don't care if it even works afterwards. Just make it look good. <laughs> Shit, like one inch. You know, it might be easier, like, turning it into a vagina at that oh point. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go back. Let's get back on topic okay. here. Okay. Back so, to the proportional Nephilims. So, as I point out, um, the Nephilim were giants. Um, so, part of the conspiracy about this um, is that, like, the satanic church wants to um bring back these giants to make a superior race okay which sounds an awful like hitler right <laughs> so so apparently hitler um was possibly trying to uh was involved with this and trying to um create this i mean we know he's trying to create this master race and everyone thinks it's blonde hair blue eyes white skin like brennan was saying but one theory is that um he actually was killing the jews which you know have uh always been messed with so he felt like it was probably okay um so so like if the flood completely wiped out the nephilim then the theory behind this part is that he had to do something so evil to be able to bring like this evil energy to the earth to then create like spark this Nephilim like birthing. So he killed all these people and then was doing the blood experiments that Gabe can talk about in a minute. Um, in the meantime, trying to like replicate these, these uh, Nephilim giants. Um, so what, Gabe, you were saying something about the, before yeah. we started saying something about the blood, what did you learn about that? So and again, I want I just want to reiterate that we are not the experts at all by any means. So you should definitely go out and uh, study this and find out more on your own. But um, what I had found was that Hitler was doing these experiments because he believed that Jews, because they have a long, long past with um, Christianity and stuff, and or I guess not. 
Like Judaism. Yeah, Judaism. Sorry, not Christianity. I mean, they crucified the Savior. <laughs> right. So <laughs> so there's a lot of like callbacks to Jewish Ju- Judaism. I can't pronounce it. Um, <clears throat> but it was believed that a lot of, it was possible that Jews might have um, that gene in them, the the um, uh, the Nephilim gene in them. And so what Hitler was trying to do was draining their blood, um, like the, and I'm sure all of us know, but he was draining kids' blood. He was checking it to see if they had that gene, ideally to recreate the Nephilim. Interesting. That's that that is actually really interesting because, you know, the Jews were like God's chosen people and like the Bible and all that stuff. And, you know, they've been touted as like the best of the best, blah, blah, blah. Like Uh they talk about Israel all the time and then we get like disparaged and we're just like fucking Gentiles. Uh But um, (laughs) I guess the Jews were like Hitler's chosen people too, (laughs) chosen to uh, bring the Nephilim back. But uh, <laughs> and that's again, like I don't want to, I don't want anything to say like that. I've stated here is fact. A lot of the the, a lot of the information surrounding the Nephilim is very. I guess it, none of it is factual. So there's a lot of like theories behind it. There's a lot of um, misconception as well. So right. it's hard to find any hard solid evidence. Obviously, because this is all kind of hearsay, but I thought that was pretty interesting and I wanted to call it out as well. So, Well, I think it's definitely really interesting because if you were to do a magical ritual to bring back these ancient, um, like, deities, what better way to do it than take, quote-unquote, God's holy people and then take their blood and then corrupt their blood like Satan likes to, well, in theory. Satan, like defile, right? Right. Defile the blood, take something that is quote-unquote pure, and then defile it and use it for these nefarious purposes yeah. and do all these depraved acts on these people who are supposedly the like the best, the chosen ones. Yeah, and, and so when you say that, it makes me think of, oddly enough, this actually ties into it, um, which, okay, so... I don't know if I've said this or not, but this is insane, like an insane topic. Like, listeners, you need to do more research on your own because it. we could spend 10 episodes talking about this and we still wouldn't be deep enough because it literally ties into every conspiracy theory, like, in existence. Um, so you talked about defiling something pure, Brennan. That's just like Jeffrey Epstein, right? He's taking mm-hmm. this pure kid and he's defiling it. So here's part of the theory with that. So the way this ties into Jeffrey Epstein is that you take this pure blood and you're trying to impregnate these people with the giant gene and then hopefully you will replicate and they will birth a giant. Like you, they will birth a Nephilim, yeah. okay? And then also, we didn't talk about this on the Epstein episodes, but... He had this weird building on his island, and you can look at pictures on it. Like, I watched it on a video um, after he was um, arrested and stuff, like, and they visited his island. That There's this weird building that is, a, like, a weird cubic size, and it had a, it was blue and white, like, striped. Yeah. 
all the way around it, and then it had a gold dome on top, and then it had, like, a gold statues of different things, and you couldn't really tell what they were because they didn't get close enough. But to me, it totally looked like some sort of, like, satanic temple-type, like, or ritual thing, at yeah. least, okay? So, so that is, like, kind of how Epstein ties into this, mm. is that, like, they're doing these sacrifices of kids to, like to promote this wickedness they're getting these people pregnant trying to hope that they ha- find the giant gene and they're like and then also um that building that is like obviously symbolic in some way mm-hmm. right so then also so the way this um kind of ties in and matters today to us okay so the illuminati is s- said to have 13 families that control the whole world. You can Google them, and you will get a list of all 13. Some of them off the top of my head are, like, the Rockefellers. Um, you have the Rothschilds. The yeah, the Rothschilds. Um, you know, all these elite industry titans, right? Ghislaine. Just kidding. Yeah. Ghislaine. <laughs> no. I've been waiting to bring her up. <laughs> oh, wait. Do you think Dick Cheney's involved in that, too? Oh, fuck. <laughs> the Penguin. freaking dick cheney i was thinking about that guy the other day and then i threw up um (laughs) anyway continue (laughs) but um no you know he is probably like in there somewhere too it's probably in the the cheney part of it i mean okay we're gonna put a a pin on this for a second we're gonna come right back to this but real quick it would make sense if Dick Cheney's tied in there and he's a part of this Illuminati cabal because what did Dick Cheney assist in? What did Dick Cheney help cause? 9-11, guys. 9-11, Dick Cheney was involved in 9-11, which, you know, Here according to some people, was a giant magical ritual to bring about the New World Order. And the NWO is all what the freaking Illuminati is about. And so if you're trying to bring about, I mean, George Bush is involved too, and it's he read The Little Pet Goat in Sarasota Springs, Florida during this time while the whole 9-11 was going on too, which, um, interesting, you know, you got Baphomet, who's also a goat. He's reading the book, The Goat, mm. when it all happened, this magical ritual. We'll get into 9-11 one day, yeah. and we can cover this all. But Dick Cheney helped in 9-11, so, you know, it wouldn't, okay, allegedly helped yeah, in yeah, 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> Should be obvious that allegedly, but um, I'm going to throw that out there, allegedly helped in 9-11 to bring about the New World Order. So it makes sense that this guy's involved in the Illuminati and is totally caught up in this whole Nephilim conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. And you know what? He defiled something pure. He defiled America. And think about it. You had America like pre-9-11 where like you could fly on a plane and go through security. Easy, easy, easy. And you had that innocence. But then 9-11 happens and boom. All of that innocence is taken. It's been corrupted, and now you try and go through airport security, and you breathe wrong, and you're getting your groin like messed with. You're getting jacked off by the freaking TSA because I breathe wrong on purpose. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, that's that's my tie-in with like Dick Cheney, with the conspiracy that yeah, this guy's part of the fucking cabal. Uh huh. Fucking Dick Cheney. Oh, I fucking hate that rat bastard. <laughs> Or penguin bastard. <laughs> anyway, I think I think you're a hundred percent right, and I think that 
there are way more people involved in the New World Order than you would uh, expect. Um, maybe 33. Doja Cat. Huh? Doja maybe, Cat? Maybe 33. Yeah, so Gabe brings up a good point. So, in my opinion, well, I don't know. I have mixed feelings on this. So, if you are a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and you know anything about the endowment ceremony, you should just turn this podcast off right now and just go back to what you're doing. But, okay, now that everyone cool is here, so oh my God. Freemasons... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yes. So, the Freemasons are um, supposedly good right like if you google what do the freemasons believe what do they do you'll find tons of like oh all we do is seek truth yeah we're like kind of a secret fraternity but like nothing bad right okay so um the theory here is that the freemasons are good on the outside and even the people that are members of the freemasons um up to a certain degree are all doing good things but then the people at the top at the 33rd degree, which is the very highest you can go in masonry, are actually evil. They follow Satan. They're the Illuminati, basically. This is like the theory, okay? I'm not saying this is fact, so don't murder me over this. And if I'm right and you murder me, then you just prove that I'm right. So don't murder me either way. Well, yeah, don't say that because then we'll probably get murdered too. I don't want to get murdered. We've already established, well, like, if murder I get anyone. murdered, it's the FBI, bro. <laughs> The FBI have it no, out dude, for me. It's not the FBI. You know who it's going to be. It's Dick Cheney. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the, the IRS. No, oh, shit. The IRS, yeah. the IRS. It's going to be the IRS, bro. <laughs> they knocked down my door. I paid my taxes. <laughs> please, please. I paid my money. This is for your podcast episode. <laughs> you mean so. the podcast we don't make any money on? <laughs> <laughs> So, where this gets freaking nuts, okay? Like, hold on to your nuts. It gets so nuts. So I've been doing it this whole time. The 33rd degree is the highest level you can get in masonry. So, if you, you, like, the masonry has some symbols. They're very symbolic. One of them's the beehive. Like, Utah. Like, Deseret. Like, together. The Beehive State. Yeah. For those that you don't, the those beehive of you that state. don't know, Utah in the United States is known as the Beehive State. A lot of our symbols throughout the uh, the state, like our street signs, our freeway signs, a lot of logos and stuff are are the Beehive. Yeah. Even our Highway Patrol has a Beehive on their yep. car. Yeah. And then also, uh, three stars, which can be found on. Argentina's uh, logo because they have three uh, World Cups. Oh, really? Yeah, but that was just a joke. Continue. Sorry. Well, Argentina's stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. No, I'm I'm just listen to that one guy that lives in Argentina listening to this. You're <laughs> awesome. Is awesome. No, we don't got anybody <laughs> yeah. in Argentina. I've checked the stats. We do got a homie in Belgium, though. Yeah, shout out to that Belgium nice. friend. They. Oh, and then somebody in like, like, where is it? Like a. Uh, Wyoming or something? I don't remember where it was. Dick Cheney? <laughs> <laughs> no, but shout out to that Belgium homie that always listens to us. Shout out, yeah. You, you know, 
Shameless plug, I do love Belgium chocolate. So if you can figure out what my address is, I would definitely love some. Yeah, yeah, and brats. Um, Maybe one day I'll post the P.O. box. Nice. Anyway, continue, um, sorry. So some other symbols. The stars, the moon, the sun, which are found on the Nauvoo Temple. Um, and they're also found in Disneyland outside of Club 33. For those of you who don't know, Club 33 is Disneyland's elite club where you, um, or, yeah, Disney's elite club where you pay, I don't know, X amount of money. I don't even know how much it is. I think it's like 100 grand or something to get in initially. And then after that, you pay like every year X amount, like probably 10 or 20 grand or something like that to be in their secret club. Well, not secret, elite. It's not a secret. You can Google it. so outside of the entrance to Disneyland are all these symbols. Um, I just want to point out, it's Club 33. 33 degree Mason is where the evil is supposed to be in the Freemasons. Um, also, uh, if you get it, go in Club 33, there's like a checkerboard floor, which is also a Masonic symbol. If you go into a lodge, there's a checkerboard floor, right, Brennan? Oh, yeah, there's a checkerboard floor in there. Oh, my God. There's, it's pretty interesting what's all in there. And there's a lot of symbolism in there that, um, if you ever get a chance, um, just in general to go to your local lodge, I was able to go to one and they kind of, they didn't tell any of the meanings in there, but they kind of let us look around and see kind of, uh, what was kind of in there. That way it wasn't so like cryptic and mystical, I guess, in a way, uh, because you do have to be like allowed into the Freemason Lodge in order to, like, uh, like you have to be a member in order to know all that other stuff, and it's not easy to become a member. Uh, you have to, like, be, like, selected by somebody already in yeah. there and, like, nominated. Um, and then you have to go through, like, a whole process. I'm a piece of shit, so I could never be a Freemason. <laughs> but <laughs> um, it would be cool. Same. But it's pretty interesting, too, because you talk about how the Freemasons are related to this, and then we talk about... Um, in the the Mormon or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints church, um, where there's a lot of the same symbolism. And then inside of the temple, um, of the LDS temple, there's a lot of the same like symbolism of the Masonic um, temples as well and their lodges mm-hmm. and a lot of those rituals kind of compare each other. And, you know, the LDS church is like one of the largest churches, um, maybe not member-wise, but like denomination as in like money-wise. money-wise. Yeah. Money-wise. <laughs> And so it's it's interesting because you were talking about like Utah. Root of all evil. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you were talking about like in Utah with all of these symbolisms and, you know, Utah is famous for the quote unquote Mormons. Um, and then just comparing it into this whole Nephilim thing. And, you know, one of the books that uh, Joseph Smith like translated um, that he got from like this guy selling mummies uh was actually has a lot of the Nephilim information in there as well. And so it's interesting to kind of see how it it translates into the religion itself um, and how Freemasonry is also involved. Um, I don't know about the, uh, the jump to saying like Mormonism is evil with the whole like Mm -hmm. 33. I'm just saying like in here, like I've had family members leave the church over this um, because they believe they're like, well, I believe Freemasons are evil. Well, the stuff we do in the temple is directly related to Freemasonry. 
I guess that means it's evil. And I, uh, I don't know what I believe about the Freemasons, but I can hear this stuff and it doesn't really bother me. I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. And I still go to church next Sunday. So yeah. Um, for those of you who want to bash me and say I'm like hating on the church, like, well, I'll see you at church next Sunday. So suck <laughs> my thingy. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways. Like how you made it PG. <laughs> my tingy. Yeah. I've already my said tingy. like the F word three different times and you bring it like PG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, um, my bros. <laughs> okay. Oh, fudge, bro. So, oh, fudge, bro. That hurt like a mother trucker. <laughs> like, like a, a butt cheek on a stick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, continue. continue. Um, so, okay, so we've established Freemasonry, we've established Disney. Now, you want me to, like, completely insano blow your mind? Yeah. I'm ready to be blown. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I was born ready to be blown. So I was born to blow. <laughs> Just kidding. If you look at... <laughs> Okay. If you look at the thirty third parallel, okay. Brennan needs a minute. (laughs) Give him a minute. I'm good. I'm good. The red will uh, disappear from my face here in a second. Okay. Okay. Um, if you look at the thirty third parallel, okay, which is like. Again, the number 33, okay? I'm hoping this pattern's easy to follow because 33 I minutes feel like in. it is. <laughs> what the fuck? Are we really We're actually yeah, we 33 are. minutes in. <laughs> oh, man, shut it off, restart. <laughs> so if you look at the 33rd parallel, there's a whole bunch of um, insane coincidences, if you want to call them that. So um, just a sec. I want to make sure... I get my facts right. So one of the ones that this. um that I thought was really interesting and, and Parker and I were talking about this earlier, but the thirty third parallel, the north thirty third parallel, lies in Dallas, Texas, one of them. Or well, it goes through Dallas, Texas. One of the big ones, who died in Dallas, Texas? Very, very famous person. Who was assassinated? John F. Kennedy. Exactly. You know who's the governor of Texas at one point? George Bush. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he was just vice president to George Bush. You know who got shot in Texas? Well, I don't know if he actually got shot in Texas, but there's a, a prosecutor from Texas who Texas. got shot from... Uh, no, Dick Cheney shot a prosecutor from Texas. Better huh. than a prostitute. And he never apologized. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest article. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so JFK was assassinated on the 33rd parallel, okay? Disneyland is built on the 33rd parallel, all right? On top of that, where it gets really crazy, is the 33rd president of the United States, Harry Truman, bombed Nagasaki, (laughs) Which is also on the thirty-third parallel. What? <laughs> yeah. Does it not like give you chills? Like the all these things line up in the same line somehow. Well, and part of it too is like it's actually the parallel is like curved because of the curvature of the Earth. Right. 
And so, but anyways, um, and then also, I'm pretty sure this Mount Hermon or Hermon, um, where the like Nephilim are supposedly underground hiding even now as we speak, is also on the 33rd parallel. Really? Yeah. So, I don't know. To me, it just blows my mind that all of these things can line up. And the one that gives me the chills the most, because I think it's the most accepted um, corporation that is like, everyone's like, yeah, they're probably evil, but whatever, what do we do about it, is Disney. The fact that Disneyland, which was built... How long ago, and it was picked by Walt Disney, who was a Freemason, the location of it, and it's put on the 33rd parallel. It's, it blows my mind. It's crazy. That is crazy. That, you know, oh my gosh. Say what you want about Walt Disney. He was a genius, and so it wouldn't surprise me if he knew exactly what he was doing. Like, that guy was smart. Um, he, he ran his business very, very well, and he put some other oh, people... Yeah out of business in the whole uh, uh, film, like that kind of animation industry. Like if you ever read um, about like Walt Disney and the Fleischer brothers and how they were kind of going back and forth for a while, um, it's really interesting, but he just absolutely wrecked them. And so he was a smart guy, like he destroyed them. Um, And so I would definitely uh, read into that because that's just interesting in general. But the fact that um, Walt Disney was so smart and he was a Freemason, obviously he would know about the 33rd parallel, I guess, in this point. I don't know how high he got. Do you know how high he got in the Freemason-like thing? Like what level? So I'm actually fact-checking myself right now. And apparently he was a member of the Masonic Youth Organization Demole International, Okay. Um, so it sounds like the organization nor organization was a Freemason organization, but just because you're part of that organization didn't actually make you a member of the Freemasons. You were a member of that organization. Um, so I got my fact wrong there. I guess technically he wasn't a true Freemason, but, um, he still, um, I'm sure that that organization like used a lot of symbols. Um, but like, also, I'm like, is it really coincidence? Club 33, 33rd parallel is where it's built. Like, I don't know who picked the spot. I thought it was Walt Disney, but even, but I'm like, whoever picked the spot probably knew what they were doing. Yeah. Even, even if he wasn't a member of the Masons, he still could have known the symbol symbolism there by just being associated with the other organization, the Demali or whatever, however you say it. Yeah. Um, so what's interesting too, uh, is this, this symbol, it's called the circumpunt. Um, I think I'm saying it right. It sounds like circumcision, but it That's has nothing to do thinking. with the penis. <laughs> <laughs> I know we reference so, penises a lot this episode, but it has nothing to do with penises. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so what it actually is, is a circle within, well, sorry, a a small circle inside of a bigger circle, okay? Which is actually used, um, in a lot of, like, ancient, uh, 
like I'm pretty sure Egyptian and a lot of like ancient drawings, like whether it was Native American, whether it was Egyptian, whether it was like like from all ends of history. Um, and what it actually symbolizes is a small group within a big group. And so that's kind of where you see this tie to the Masons again is you've got the club, the the high 33rd degree Masons, which are the tiny circle with the true, they know the true like um, purpose of Masonry and what they're doing. And then inside of the bigger circle, which is just a cover up. And so like to tie this all together, it would kind of make sense if the Freemasons were actually the Illuminati, which is actually controlling everything, including every organization, which is actually the 13 families, which are the 13 royal bloodlines, and that's how this all ties together with masonry. Oh, and one thing I forgot to mention, Roswell, New Mexico, is also on the 33rd parallel. So aliens are in this too. And another um, theory is that there's tons of Nephilim hanging out at Area 51, and... They're doing like experiments between UFO technology and like Nephilim tech and Nephilim like uh, DNA and stuff like that. And it's just like yeah. this, like I said, this is an endless, bottomless rabbit hole that you can find a ton of like super specific and super general information on at the same time. <laughs> so. Yeah. I also read that there's another conspiracy that uh, Nephilim are a um, like a uh, what's that word? Oh crap! I just forgot the word, but it's like a, a result of like alien um, messing around with humans, essentially like human human DNA. They're messing around with it, and that's a result yeah. of they're like their, a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, almost like that. And so they say nothing like a chimera. Yeah, yeah, something like a like a mix of them both, you know. And so that's another conspiracy or like a, a theory behind it. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, and maybe this might just be a coincidence, but um, this just kind of popped into my head, and I know that <laughs> this might just be like I'm putting my tinfoil hat on, but at the time when the flag the was made for the United States, right, there were 13 colonies, right, and there's Ooh. 13 stripes, right? So I'm curious if that has anything to do with like the 13 uh, families, you know? That would be interesting, actually. The 13 families came together to found America. Right, and they've something just like been, that. like, traveling through the bloodline, and they're just hiding it all by changing their last name every once mm-hmm. in a while. And, and like I said, it might just be us putting our tinfoil hats on, and this could have literally nothing to do with it, and it was just a coincidence that um, <clears throat> at the time when America was founded, essentially, was there was 13 colonies. It could just be a coincidence, but... Um, it would be interesting if that was uh, some sort of conspiracy. I guess we just made it a conspiracy, so. Yeah. It all well, came. go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, and it all came from Europe, too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, who's in, well, they're not necessarily in the Europe area themselves, but on that side of the world, you also have Israel and the Jews and all of that stuff. And so if you tie all of that into them, you have your your 13 families who are in there. They come from that side where, like, the Jews are right. prominent. They're, like, known. Um, and then you're coming over to this new world right. to kind of, like, <laughs> new colonize world it. Uh, yeah. Wow. I think it's we just found nuts. the truth. And, like, huh? Yeah, yeah. We just <laughs> figured it all out. Like, 
45 minutes or so. Yeah, that was easy. Nobel Prize for all of us. Now we're all going to get murdered. (laughs) Fuck. I mean, er, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Anyway, continue, Parker. Sorry. (laughs) Inserted autistic Um, noise here. (laughs) What's interesting is like, you know, we, I think we're all pretty familiar with uh, people's like, with big um, corporations and stuff being like evil, you know, and like, like people think like Google and Apple and like all these things are evil. Well, one that a lot of people agree is evil is uh, Blackstone, which what? owns a lot of. Wait, what? I said what? Racist? Like Blackstone? Like the. Blackstone. Have you ever heard of them? No. <laughs> yeah, I have a Blackstone. <laughs> no, like it's the company Blackstone. Yeah, there's there's the the company Blackstone that makes like the griddles. Oh, okay. Sorry. Not that Blackstone. It's the Blackstone Investment uh, okay. Alternative alternative Investment Management Company based in New York City. Dude, I was like, damn, dude. I love my Blackstone. Um, I'm going to have to get rid of it. Damn. <laughs> no, no. You're, I think you're like grill or whatever. I think it's fine. Okay. So, <laughs> but um, so interestingly enough, Blackstone, which is an investment management company, purchased uh, Ancestry.com. Oh, really? Who was doing those, like, at-home DNA testing? DNA tests, yeah. (gasps) Yeah. So now they have on record millions of people's DNA to know who has the Nephilim gene and who doesn't. It's like... Dude, that is insane. Do you think they're gonna like cause a mass genocide and try and take out those who don't have the gene? Um, I think they'd probably try and like build the gene up first, which a lot of people theorize that there's actually tons of these giants that are just living underground across the whole country. Um, there's been tons of skeletons historically that have apparently been found and the Smithsonian has taken them all and either hidden them or gotten rid of them to hide the the existence of giants um, in the whole world from in like on every continent they found giant bones basically um, a ton actually in the U.S. Um, uh, where those like mounds are in the middle of the country that are. Uh, where the Indians used the Native Americans in that area used to live. I right. forgot what ones they were. Um, to hit on what Brennan said earlier, actually, about like world ending, and correct me if I'm wrong, Parker, but I do remember seeing something that said that the Nephilim are actually linked very closely to like the end of times. Um, I honestly, I'm sure you're right. I mean, if they're if they're actually demonic, I would say that right. they totally are related to the end of times. Um, but uh, I don't know specifically how. It's probably a big thing. <laughs> yeah, but, I should have read more into it. But yeah, I, I do remember seeing something that said it was like linked to <laughs> apocalyptic scenarios and stuff where um, I think it was something to do with the book of revelations, but I don't remember. I'm trying to remember what, uh, exactly was stated, but that's, I should have done more research on that. Apologize. Hold, wait. Oh, it's so, so good. these giants are supposed to be living underground, right? 
Yeah. That's what's said, yeah. Okay, okay. So in the book of Revelation, one of the trumpets is going to sound bringing forth like one of the seals, and then these demonic things are going to come up from underground and like torture the wicked of the earth. Like that's crazy. So I like I don't know if but you think if they're demonic they wouldn't torture the wicked, right? I think they were like called like scorpion men or something like that. It referred to something. It made me think uh-huh. of the Scorpion King movie like from the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> but like um you would think that they won't like they would torture the wicked, but I guess like it goes on this whole thing where like God's supposed to protect the righteous. Um, but you know, they say a lot of people who wrote the Bible were just like high on mushrooms. And so maybe he just got a little confused. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. So like, I could see that. I mean, in theory, if I was ever high and I was to (laughs) write a book, I would probably, uh, get some things confused a little bit because Lord knows if I'm ever, um, a little bit out of it that I just get super confused really easily (laughs) and I can say some weird shit (laughs) not saying I've ever been high I'm just saying whenever I get out of it you know what I mean (laughs) yeah I'm sure you've never been high yeah um Um, (laughs) so yeah so and uh sorry Parker just to get back on track what were you mentioning before about so we were talking about uh, the the Disneyland and the the thirty third parallel. Um, I think that was everything. With that, the yeah, the circumpunk, the everything there. Yeah. Um, I just think it's interesting how it kind of, in a way, like a roundabout way, like includes every th- conspiracy theory. And I know that this theory doesn't have a lot of validity on its own. Like you could say, well, you know, why would they want to do that? Why would they, why would they want to kill the human race? Why would they want to um, make these giants that are actually superior to them? Uh, Things like that. But what almost gives it validity to me is the fact that it ties everything in like pretty effortlessly just by incorporating evil into it basically right it freaking um, brought in 9-11 bro and the holocaust yeah like yeah if you could bring both of those things into something in time together in a conspiracy theory well and then not to mention epstein as well and parker i don't know if you True. mentioned this already but um we were talking about prior to the episode about bigfoot as well oh yeah so um so what Gabe's talking about this is nuts man so um a lot of people theorize that this that these parallels these ley lines is what they're called which apparently have like spiritual energy in in that area um is where portals can be made um and you can travel either through dimension or through space and time. I'm not sure. I've never gone through one as far as I know. But um, what's interesting is, like, Bigfoot's tracks are always, like, you're always tracking him, like, on every Bigfoot hunter or whatever. Like, oh, there's these 28-inch tracks. There's these, yeah. they're crazy, and we're following him into the woods, and I know Bigfoot's going to be there, and I'm sure and that we can kill him because why not, you know? What? And then they just disappear. Well, 
They just disappear. It's like true. you went through a freaking portal. Yep. Just stops. And it it's crazy. But you guys remember um the thing with like Bigfoot, he actually ties into Jeffrey Epstein too. I don't know if you remember to our Bigfoot episode, but we mentioned about pedophile Bigfoot. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, and how he looks like a you know, you know, you don't really hear too much about like Bigfoot getting all up and personal about people like some people say but you know he kind of just peeps around the trees (laughs) he just peeps around the trees um and he watches little girls and boys yeah oh i think that was a minnesota swamp man though wasn't that we talked about pedophile bigfoot and just uh how he just sits there and just heavy breathing (laughs) eating his beef jerky real though (laughs) with his big hard finger what the hell? <laughs> um, but actually, to call back on to our Bigfoot episode, um, we did mention on how some people theorize that Bigfoot was called like as like a, a protector of the world or like of the forest. Um, and Parker and I, again, ma- correct me if I'm wrong, Parker, but I, I thought we had talked about how Bigfoot, people think that Bigfoot is like a protector of those portals to make sure that like nothing crazy comes out or something like that. Yeah. Like a lot of people that like think that that's why Bigfoot is seen so much uh-huh. is because like, he's obviously a frequent user of these portals. So you're like, why is he hanging around all these portals all the time just to come walk through our trees? You know? Mm-hmm. Well, like if, uh, who better to, to watch to a hole than a pedophile. <laughs> Got a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you go back to Skidwalker Ranch as well, yeah. which I'm pretty sure is not on the 33rd parallel, but that would be super awesome if it was. That'd be crazy. But but in the book, The Hunt for the Skidwalker, they describe a, a Bigfoot-type creature coming out of a portal, which um, kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with this idea that Bigfoot's using these portals to travel along yeah. with his footstep footstep trails that are just disappearing and things like that um and also it kind of goes with like we're talking about how you know these nephilim could be watchers and protectors like if he's maybe he's guarding this portal from like bad things coming in or something like he could be a good nephilim maybe there's both maybe it's not just one or the other maybe there's good nephilim yeah two Mm -hmm. different types so which would know, almost bring to the theory of the Bigfoot itself, right? Because if we're dealing with giants and wh- or whatnot, like the Nephilim are believed to be giants, and if they were mixed with different type of blood, say human blood, now um, a mix of the two would create some sort of like twelve foot creature instead of a giant, right? So it almost plays into that that idea that Bigfoot is this huge humanoid looking pe- person with humongous feet, really big giant features. Um, but it just seems interesting to hit back. Like what you said earlier is that a lot of the, uh, a lot of this, um, conspiracy surrounding the Nephilim ties into a lot of the other conspiracies around the world. Right. And so it's just, it's, um, I don't know. It's just interest again to you. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it is fun to make those parallels and to see how that could tie into other things that we see around us, you know, especially with Bigfoot. Cause it is, I feel like that's one of more, one of the more famous uh, conspiracy theories 
Because to be honest, prior to this episode, and I don't know about you guys, but I had no idea about Nephilim at all whatsoever. The only thing I heard about him was like when I when I was on my mission, I made it a goal to read through the entire Bible. Uh-huh. I made it through like the Old Testament oh, wow. and some of the, like the New Testament. But um, I came across it like once or twice, but never really took a deep dive like we're doing right now into right. it. Um, it was kind of just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, there are these giant things, and these angels kind of had sex with humans. And, you know, actually, hold up. One thing I wanted to mention earlier when we were talking about that with the whole, like, how aliens are involved in, like, Roswell. Well, isn't, like, oh, freak. Um, aren't aliens in general, like, couldn't angels in general be considered, like, aliens? Like, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, like almost like a, like a, um, like a, I don't want to say immigrant or somebody that's like obviously not from, from uh, the U.S. Like they're considered like an alien, if you will. Yeah. Um. Sorry, guys. We we're just having some technical difficulties right now. There we go. Now we good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we just lost Parker for a second. But um, so. Yeah, like I was saying before, like you're say, stating about the aliens, it I find it interesting because the um like immigrants and stuff are considered or like known as quote unquote aliens yeah. of of a kind. And so for you to bring that up like they are aliens. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. I don't know, maybe it's just known uh, Yeah, I I'm just trying to draw parallels to what you said, but yeah. Right. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, you had the whole Roswell incident and they're all hanging out in Area 51. Uh -huh. um, and so if we were to consider, because, you know, technically God doesn't live here. He's technically like an alien. Mm -hmm. And so angels come from heaven, quote unquote, which is a foreign place. And so bringing all of those down here, like it definitely makes sense. Like they could be aliens, UFOs, and that's just how like angels travel and they just came here to like mate. And you know what's also interesting too, because we, we did we mention this earlier about how the uh, the circle within the circle, the circumcision, what was it called? Um, the, yeah, yeah, the circumcision. <laughs> what was that called? The again? circumpunct. The circumpunct. The circumpunct. <laughs> Sounds like a good band. Yeah. <laughs> how that was Get like freaking punked, bro. Circumpunct. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But how that was used in like ancient Egypt, and they talk about how you know, aliens were the ones who helped like humans build the pyramids. Mm -hmm. And so, um, going on all of that right there, just kind of like the idea of angels being like these aliens coming from like heaven, this foreign place. Um, and then, you know, also having Roswell on that 30th, 33rd parallel. Mm -hmm. Um, it all just kind of, I don't know, it fits and it all just kind of, uh, it's interesting. It's, it fits in its own way if you put on your your tinfoil hat because you do have to make a little bit of like leaps in logic because yeah. we don't have a lot of physical evidence because a lot of the physical evidence has been like hidden by the Smithsonian like we talked about yeah. the giant like bones and whatnot that have been discovered but God forbid that the public know about them mm -hmm. and so it's really just interesting in that way to where. Um, you can make all of these leaps and you can connect these dots mentally, but you don't have the physical like evidence outside of, I guess, like locating all of these things on like the different parallels, right. but also something, this is something that I feel like kind of ruins it just a little bit. These parallels, like we made those, like we drew yes, lines on a yeah. map. <laughs> yeah. Like it's almost like to play devil's advocate, you know, it's like, 
you're almost promoting the idea of something that you want like people to believe, you know? Yeah. Which which is kind of That is fair. Sorry, there's um someone did this experiment where they drew lines to different coffee shops and pizza restaurants on the US and like did them in this certain pattern mm-hmm. and it made like this crazy like it looked like it's all connected and like made this really cool pattern and all they were doing is showing like okay if you draw enough dots and enough lines to enough different things there's going to be a pattern just because that's how nature is right um so i thought that was an interest interesting way like to promote what you guys are saying like yeah these lines are humanly made and like you know it could just be a straight up it could just be a straight up coincidence you know mm-hmm. right it's it's interesting for sure. Yeah, no, I totally hear you. I think uh, it's fun to play devil's advocate in a lot of these things just to kind of try and dis- disprove the theories. Um, but then again, it's just weird that these all happen to have happen in the same area, you know? Yeah. Um, and this was, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know when we named them, you know, like the parallel lines. I don't know when, when those were named, but... right. You know, it could have been 100 years ago, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But uh, it's just, it's weird that it all happened in the same spot, you know? Yeah. And, you know, something else that's, like, interesting, too. I know, like, we made up these lines, but um, there's a lot of, like, this magical thinking where the more, like, you can believe in something, the more power you give it. Yeah. And so going back to the fun side, I'm going to call it the fun side and not the boring (laughs) side. Going back to the fun side, like, you can definitely put a lot of thought and a lot of, significance behind certain things to give it more power i mean how how does witchcraft exist it's this whole manifestation thing on the inside and so if we were to believe like all of this stuff is connected and it's all this great big ritual to bring about some grand new world order with the nephilim reigning and all of this stuff then you're putting all of that significance in there and you're putting all of that like mental energy and you're putting all of this action behind it too Mm -hmm. like it could definitely um in a way push towards manifesting that too i mean um there's definitely i definitely think there is some um power behind collective like group manifestation like think almost yeah yeah um and so it's interesting the fact that i don't know that's that's an idea or that's like a possibility i guess mm-hmm. yeah no i totally agree um one thing, too, I was thinking about that I kind of missed talking about earlier was, uh, sorry, if anyone can hear, my son's in here and he's um, making a lot of noise, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, anyways, Continue. the all-seen eye, which we know is a Freemasonry symbol, yeah. um, is a circumpunct. It's a circle within a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, again, is another... Um, example of like something that's kind of it's on our freaking money for crying out loud well and that's the other thing that kind of like and again it could just be us like feeding off of each other's thoughts and stuff but again like you want to tie in a lot of these conspiracies like the 13 colonies right the 13 stripes on the on the flag yeah then you have the all-seeing eye on our currency you know and then a lot of these higher up people and these leaders of our, our nation have been tied with a lot of these, uh, like you said, Brennan about nine 11 and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, 
it's a lot of weird things that kind of come together to form formulate these um, thoughts and these conspiracies. But then again, you know, you could also be almost like, like creating a no, like you said, manifesting something that isn't really there. Yeah. You know, which is just so frustrating because you want to be able to believe this stuff because I, I want to believe it because it's interesting, you know, it's right. very cool. But then again, what, how much of this is actually us just kind of kidding ourselves, you know, and yeah. how much of it actually is uh hold some, some validity, like you said earlier. Well, I definitely think if you take anything and you zoom in close enough and keep zooming and keep zooming, you're going to find patterns, whether they're intentional or not, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but also um, kind of with the like all-seeing eye on our currency, um, there's a book called, I think it's called The Nephilim and the Fed or something like that. Uh-huh. And it's by that Dr. Laura Stringer, I think is her name. And she wrote a whole book about how the Fed is actually just a big enslavement um, of the American people and how it actually relates to the Nephilim and this island called Jekyll Island. And like for me to go into that would be a whole nother episode. And I Mm -hmm. also don't understand enough about it to really talk about it. But she basically is saying that like the Fed – you know, made money just for us to have something to try and work towards. But then they also knew they were going to tax us on it. And it's just a big enslavement. Like they're guaranteeing their own, you know, their own slaves, whether we think we're working for ourselves or not, you know. Well, what a great way to give power to a symbol too, by putting Mm -hmm. it on currency and making it one of the, because, you know, they talk about how greed is a thing and how money is a very, we rely on money a lot of the time, right. like we, we're dependent on it. And so the fact that um, these symbols are on our money and it's something we're reliant on and it's something we consistently use and it's something in our everyday life, like I feel like that gives it even more power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, man. And, and the funny thing is that a lot of people point out money and just say it's like it literally is just a piece of paper, but yeah. us as humans, us as individuals and societies have given that piece of paper so much power over us right. that we kill people. We, we, um, hurt people. We rob people just for this piece of paper, which is so crazy to me. And it's almost like, like you said, Parker, that these people, these higher ups are, or these high up people are, are almost controlling us without us even knowing, you know, we're just, (laughs) I hate to bring this up, but like, we're just like a sheep. Yeah. And the shepherd's just sitting there kind of like, like telling us where to go because we think that's where we need to go. Right. You know, real estate. That's where we need to go. Hell yeah. yeah, Especially (laughs) with this uh, upcoming downfall, dude, get all that cash, invest in real estate. Yeah, and that is why I wanted to present all the listeners to my free seminar. No, I was <laughs> oh my <kidding>. gosh! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you bring up like real estate. Like the LDS Church has a lot of real estate. That's actually where a lot of their assets are too. Like they yeah. own a ton of land. Yeah, they do. It's insane. If you look on um, this app I have for hunting, it'll show you who owns any 
piece of property because it's all like public info anyways. But um, you can scroll and like there's so much property like in the randomest places and it's like Bishop Storehouse of Provo or like all these random LLCs that are owned by the church, but they've got them in like, I don't know how many LLCs yeah. that they have that are like their weirdest randomest names. And I'm like, that sounds like an organizational like disaster to be like, oh, which LLC was that under again? Like how in the heck would we know? And, and like, <laughs> well, that the sounds other thing, so frustrating for me to try and organize all that. Dude, what I find interesting too is like, and I, I guess this is this is actually really off topic, but what business does a church have in owning a mall? That's true. They do on City Creek. Well, and Orem now. They own the the university. Yes, mall? they own university. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just so weird. Like, what's well, the, what's the point? To make money to build more temples to save more people. Oh yeah, that's true. That's why they need all the land. You got to yeah, build. Yes, that's true. Don't build a hospital, bro. No, who needs a hospital? You got the house of the Hospitals Lord. Hospitals are evil. Yeah, they are. <laughs> All that medicine, psh, donating blood, disgusting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not that Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> and especially at this hospital, do not let people smoke weed. Ah, oh, shit. No medical marijuana. It's a good thing no I don't medical smoke marijuana. weed. <laughs> So, but yeah, like no hospitals, um, all these temples, all these church houses, um, they have farms and all those farms go back to the Bishop's storehouse and all of that kind of stuff. Or actually some of the farms like sell stuff too. Right. But, um, it's they all own blue diamond almonds. Are you kidding oh, really? me? Huh. I don't know if they own a hundred percent of it, but they're major shareholder at least. You know, it would be interesting to just take a deep dive and to be like, so the LDS church owns this, the LDS church owns that. And just to kind of take like a deep dive to kind of see where they have their, their roots, where, how far spread they actually are. Because I mean, just sitting here, I did not know they were as far spread as, as they are. Like the, the most I, I know are the ones that they have in like foreign countries. Um, and then you have like the biggest one that got like released the enzyme investments. I didn't know about Blue Diamond or like the University Mall. I knew about City Creek, but it's just interesting to see like where, how far they go. Um, Did you, have you heard about the like shell companies thing recently? No. So, and this is like public knowledge. You could Google it. They got fined for it, like only $2 million, but um, <laughs> they have these offshore shell companies that they have hundreds of billions with a B hundreds of billions of dollars of money in and uh they got fined for it i think by the sec um i'm not sure why them because they're like the stock exchange commission yeah. pretty sure is what they stand for but um anyways um so they've like funneled all this money that they've had from u.s donations or u.s profits and thrown them in these offshore shell companies to hide their money um, for what reason? I don't know. I don't know what they're planning on doing it, but it's been pretty shady. And like a lot of people, a lot of members are upset with it because they're like, if they have hundreds of billions of dollars, why do I still have to pay tithing when right. I'm like paying like just my measly, like what I make off my paycheck and they have hundreds of billions of dollars. And I'm worried about buying my next meal from Macy's and they have billions of dollars. How many, 
if if a temple is fifty million dollars, you can buy a you can build a lot of freaking temples with a billion dollars, right. let alone hundreds of billions of dollars. So, anyways, this is why a lot of people get shady about the LDS Church when it comes to the Nephilim because they're like. <gasps> What if they are actually Masonic? What if Masonic Masons are evil and they've just raised all this money and they're just taking everyone's DNA and they're making everyone do all this family history stuff so they can find the true bloodlines of the Nephilim? You yeah. Know? Um, just to to uh, jump back just a teeny bit, um, I want to correct myself on what I said earlier. So the LDS Church does not own University Mall. I was incorrect on that. They do own City Creek. I thought they did own University Mall, but that was wrong. So just for, for everybody, uh, that was incorrect. I'm, I apologize. I mean, but still, what right do they have to own a freaking mall? Right. And so, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's very weird. Um, I think when – because that question has been brought up a few times. Like, why do they – what reason do they have? And I think it was to help, like, the city try and, like – pull in a little bit more money and like make the area nicer. But also it's just like, why would you reach out to a, a, like, like a, a religion, you know, to help you out. And this just seems so odd to me. Yeah. I don't know. No business in owning a mall. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I, I think, I don't know, Parker, do you have anything else on, uh, um, the Nephilim? Um, no, I, I, I think uh, I all I want to say is like we've pretty much just scratched the surface. Like all we've done is really give the background and show why this conspiracy theory has some validity and when why it holds up somewhat. Um, but this is something that like I caution people to to be cautious and and check their sources and think logically with this because it's changed people's lives. But also, like, it's a good read, and it might, um, it might uh, be legit. Like, I don't know. But I think if you want to do your own research as well, like, I recommend the podcast Blurry Creatures. Um, it's kind of like their mission to like expose this whole thing and um, everything. So there's plenty of books on the topic. There's plenty of other podcasts um, if it's interesting. But you know, we could, we could uh, totally just take over this whole podcast if we went on, you know, and make this our only topic if we wanted to. That's how much information there is, yeah. especially once you start digging into the Bible. But that's not what we want to do. We want to no. <laughs> search more topics than just one. So if this is interesting to you, like, have fun researching it. So go for it. Knock your guy, knock yourselves out. Um, so I guess that that kind of does it for us, guys. Um, so just to kind of at the end here, kind of finish up. Um, again, if you have any comments for us, you want to send me hate mail because you fucking hate me. Like again, yeah, yeah, our, me too, me too. <laughs> our email is, uh, shadow dot Valley pod at the doge network.com. Again, that's shadow dot Valley pod at the doge network.com. And then, uh, again, guys, give us a follow on Instagram. Uh, we really want to hear from you guys. If there's any, uh, uh, likes things that you like that we've done in the past or doing now or things that you hate that we do, please let us know. We want to improve the podcast as much as we can. Um, and it's important for us to listen to our listeners. You know, you guys are the ones that are keeping us going here. And again, shout out to that guy in Belgium. 
uh, or she or he or they or whatever you want to call yourself. But uh, shout out to them because uh, you always are listening to our episodes. And shout out to everybody else that listens. Um, other than that, guys, we have some exciting things coming up. Uh, we'll record again here on Sunday, and we'll get an episode out for you guys then. We're going to start our October spooky season. Um, so we have some pretty exciting uh, plans for those episodes and some fun things going on there. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. We look forward to uh, talking to you guys again next week. All right. Sounds like a plan, you guys. You guys have a great rest of your day.